1: Hey, everyone, it's Caroline from G-Thanks Just Bought It, reminding you that in between episodes, you can find me on Instagram at G-Thanks Just Bought It Pod. You can find products that don't make it onto the episodes and recommendations from listeners like you. So before you start this episode, give it a follow and say hi in the comments. And for a full list of every product we featured on G-Thanks, visit G-Thanks Just slash episodes. See you there. everyone. Welcome to another week of G-Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss, and this week I am joined by a special guest, Dan Nosowitz, who is the Dan I am married to, joins us today live from our living room. Dan, welcome to the show.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's a real honor <laughs> to be here. Shocked. I agree. But... Really, really happy to be here.
1: (laughs) So um, I would describe you as a food writer. Um, Your recent essay on the sort of history of Crab Rangoon is in the Best American Food Writing 2020 book, which was edited by...
0: Uh, J. Kenji Lopez-Alt.
1: Right. What else would you say that you do?
0: Uh, I write a lot of different stuff. I started as um, like a tech... Gadget writer, and then I moved into science writing, and now I do all kinds of stuff. I do a lot of linguistics writing, I do a lot of sciencey writing, I do a lot of food writing, um, all kinds of stuff, really.
1: Your presence was highly requested um, because I think I, I talk about you a lot in passing on the show, and like the, all of your shopping opinions, all of your cooking opinions, and a lot of times people bring kitchen-related products, and I always have to sort of say, you know, I don't spend a lot of time cooking. <laughs> <laughs> cooking, um, You can
0: lie, right? It's your podcast. I mean, you can that, just lie. I
1: could lie, but I feel like the truth would come out. Um, but so a, a lot of people wanted to know kind of like what kind of shopper for the kitchen you are, like what kind of stuff you buy. And I did say once that you liked – you were very specific about the Dutch oven um, situation.
0: I am specific about it, but not because like there are some things in the kitchen that I'm very specific about because I think one thing is better and the, the um, Dutch oven, the enameled cast iron Dutch oven is not one that I think is necessarily better, but I think it's cool. So that's why I'm very specific about it. So
1: why did you pick the cuz you like the Descoware? Descoware. Which yes. and what's the reasoning behind this?
0: So Descoware um I like it's a really cool story. It's a Belgian brand um that was had its heyday in like the 60s, maybe early 70s and it was shut down I think in the late 70s or 80s, sometime around there. Um it's fairly similar to Le Creuset um but is much lighter. Uh, and it really had a following during the time. Uh, There's a rumor that it was Julia Child's favorite brand. I actually tried to investigate this and talk to the Smithsonian that runs a Julia Child exhibit, and they were very careful to say Julia Child did not have a favorite brand. She does have DescoWare in the collection, but she also has other things. Anyway, um, Le Creuset purchased the entire company of DescoWare. The rumor is because it was too good and they couldn't compete with it. And then eventually shut it down later. But you can still find them on eBay, uh, sometimes on Craigslist or in Goodwill's, that kind of thing. I really like them. They look a little bit like crusades, but they are lighter and a little bit weirder. They do some weird patterns and stuff that I really like.
1: We don't have a weird one though. We, we-
0: do. We have that um like autumnal one, you know, the white one that has like oh, leaves yeah. on it. We don't use that one. Yeah, it's so I bought that one um and it was mislabeled the size of it, so it's like much smaller than it was labeled as. No, oh. um, so it's not useful for all that many things. But...
1: Keep in mind, it's a perfectly big pot, and we are only two people. That's but like, true. why are, is the is the one that you use the Dutch oven that use like eight quarts? Uh,
0: no, it's smaller than that. It's still on the small side. Uh, I think ours is like a four quart. The ones that you would find. Um, Just like any Le Creuset, the standard size Le Creuset or Lodge or whatever else, those are usually either, I think, five and a half quarts or seven quarts is like the big boy. Mm -hmm. And ours is smaller than that, but we are only two people, so I'm fine with it. Can you hear Kevin? I mean, I can. I'm
1: sure some people can too. That's Kevin purring. He like will not leave anybody alone. Our
0: cat, Kevin, has realize that we are going to be stationary for a little bit and we can't escape him (laughs) yeah so he's just just gonna he's the
1: third guest um yeah you're a little bit picky about kitchen tools uh i you know when we registered when we got, got engaged and we registered for stuff in our registry i feel like i was really into the idea of getting like a bunch of like really cool kitchen stuff and you weren't super into that i'm trying to remember like what we disagreed on um well, I wanted the. I mean, I just went for the KitchenAid, and I think you just lost that battle.
0: It wasn't. Um. So I will say that when I, f- uh, first had like my own kitchen, like when I lived alone for the first time, um, which is the apartment I was in when when Carolyn and I met, um, the entire apartment was like under 300 square feet, and the kitchen itself was like eight feet by. It was so four small. Mm-hmm. Like it was a closet, really, yeah. with like a miniature stove in it. Mm-hmm. Um, And I cooked constantly in that thing. So I really had to pare down to the bare essentials of what I needed. Like, can't have a single more pot than you really need. Right. And that kind of, I think, informs how I buy stuff even now that we have, like, a normal human-sized kitchen. So, yeah, my my instinct is to say, like, if I'm not going to use this a lot or um, if it doesn't, like, if it duplicates with anything that we currently have, then I, I don't want it.
1: Yeah but we did get the kitchen But and the kitchen aid's great, yeah. You, you you use it.
0: Definitely. The the KitchenAid is like it is a tool that like you can't really replicate uh with other right. equipment. Right. If a, if
1: a, like... <laughs> Kevin is literally like in the microphone. <laughs> um it, if you are baking something that requires you to so use useful. a mis- a mixer though, you can't like lie and do it. Right. Uh, you can't hand mix it because it will not come out. Because baking is such a science that if they tell you to use a mixer, you've got to use a mixer. It
0: also has so much power. Like, a hand mixer can do some stuff, but, like, I need bread in the right. stand mixer. it's so like, that's w- not a thing that you can do with so a So you mixer. would agree
1: that I made a really good choice? In-
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> um, but a bread maker, you didn't want.
0: No, bread maker is not really necessary if you have... Like, we have the stand mixer with the bread hook attachment.
1: But I don't know what that does.
0: It's, like, it. it's for kneading. Like, you just throw in the bread dough in there and then just like bash it with the dough hook and then it's, in an
1: it's ideal done. world I would be someone that makes bread I didn't even get into that you know I didn't get into the sourdough yeah. thing um
0: I didn't even I didn't really either like I make but some bread but it's different
1: for somebody who actually like cooks all the time that sure. was like a thing for people like oh I've never tried this and I think I'm gonna try it uh and I've never tried this and I think I'm gonna try it and um and for me that was like cooking on general I'm like maybe I'll start cooking but I really didn't um <laughs> I probably never will. I th- I think there are a few things that I can make really well. Yeah, absolutely. But not enough. And all of it is like not part of like a healthy... Like I can make macaroni and cheese and I can make grilled cheese.
0: Those cookies are really good. And
1: I can make cookies. And I don't think you can like live off that forever. Not, you know...
0: Not healthily. for longer than like three yeah.
1: Three days. Um. So the other thing too. So we have... Right. The bread maker... So I would have thought that the bread maker would have gone in the same direction as the rice cooker. But then you wanted a rice cooker.
0: I did want a rice cooker.
1: Everyone knows the story. But if you want to tell the story (laughs) again, I've told it before. And I don't know who like longtime listeners will know that Dan is a very um, stealth and savvy secondhand shopper. Um we had a room and board couch that he got secondhand because a rich couple who had purchased it literally 40 days earlier decided it didn't go with their house. No
0: they they decided that they wanted a pull out couch. A pull out couch. Feel, really feels like if you're shopping for a couch like that's something you should decide on before beforehand. you buy it yeah. before you buy
1: the $3000 couch. Right. What'd you spend on that? Like five?
0: 400 bucks.
1: And it was a $3000 couch.
0: Yeah. Uh, it still had like the shrink wrapping on the cushions. It was wild. Yeah,
1: but that was because you you found the one that you liked on Room and Board, and then you just started yeah. looking for it on Craigslist because you right. have like an an infinite amount of patience, whereas I do not.
0: Yeah, I, I would say it's more like a disorder. Uh, you, that, you, or yeah, me. that I, I have a disorder that like <laughs> uh, whenever I shop for anything, even if it's like something that costs twenty dollars, yeah, like I'm gonna watch hours of yeah. YouTube videos and read every review, and it's 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 really a waste of my time. I
1: think that is a a problem because you do it for, I think that I don't, I don't do that enough with some of the bigger things. Um, but I also think that my strategy is like, I don't know who these people are who are reviewing it. Sure. They're not me. Like we, I might find something that I love that a reviewer is like, I don't like, yeah. Um, there are pl- I like the wire cutter. I think it's a really great place to start, but a lot of times it has steered me incorrectly. Yes. Um, and, but you will do, you will do that kind of research for a thing that just does not require. It doesn't matter. You need yeah. to, you need to weigh the, the item cost versus labor of time. Yeah.
0: If I like weighed in what I would like charge someone per hour of my time, like I'm losing money. <laughs> You're losing dramatically money. Dramatically like, on everything I what's buy. What's the
1: last dumb thing you researched? That did not smart re-
0: smartwatch. That was really dumb. I mean, I really like it. <laughs> I know. But- it's like a Chinese smartwatch that has Alexa. and It's the least secure possible. Like it's a direct line to the Chinese government. I'm pretty sure. Um, but it's it's just a little fitness tracker. It's not like a full Apple Watch. It's just like heart rate monitor and step thing and that kind of stuff. Um, it costs like forty bucks. I probably spent. I spent weeks researching.
1: I mean, I don't know. I'm like, not. I don't. I tune out. Like I. That's, that's l- the right move. Like I don't. I'm not aware of all the time. That Dan will spend researching something, but something will show up, and it'll seem like a very random purchase, and then I will find out later that like this has been in the works for like years, and yeah. we have finally landed on the smartwatch. But you won't get an Apple because oh, you don't have an you don't, I don't have, have an iPhone. iPhone. Yeah. Um, okay. So your does your watch sync with? Okay, so tell us what more about it. I know oh, you love it. I know that you I, love it, I and do you talk really to like it, it. it all the time, and you get your steps in.
0: So it it's it's by a brand called Amazfit. I think that's how it's pronounced um it's uh, a fitness tracker so it's not a full smartwatch. so it's very very small it's it's a bracelet looking i would say
1: yeah it looks like a fitbit yeah i don't have you seen other fitness trackers
0: well you know it
1: looks like a fitbit yeah
0: yeah it, it, it's like but one of the small <laughs> fitbits like it's you know a third the size of a yes. watch or whatever yes, 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 yes. um but it has like everything that i wanted in it which was like heart rate monitor blood oxygen monitor i don't i actually don't know what Blood oxygen is, or does, or means.
1: How can how can something? I don't. Can you really measure your blood oxygen?
0: There was like a warning on it that was like, "Do not use this as a medical device." Like we're just, it might be right, but like please don't.
1: I don't even believe my my Apple Watch when it tells me how fast my heart is beating.
0: The Apple Watch has the same warning on it. I'm sure like, it does. If you have like a heart condition, like this is not a medical device.
1: Also, a thing that we were not used to in New York that exists all in Prop 65 in California. I think that's what it is. It, like, makes them... It, anything that could potentially kill you... Oh, the cancer thing? ...short-term or long-term <clears throat> is put on a warning on everything here. It makes everything, like, a thousand times less enjoyable. Anything you do is, like, this will one day kill you. Well,
0: it's on anything that could possibly be carcinogenic. So, it's on, like, burgers.
1: I know. Like, it's that's on... That's why it ruins my... Like, it's, anything it's, made of plastic. I did like, a drive through for a burger the other day because I really wanted a burger. It was a couple of weeks ago, I guess. And as I was waiting in line... There's like a huge poster that was just like you're gonna die.
0: <laughs> I bought a I bought a pair of pants the other day and it came with a cancer yeah, warning. It comes
1: with a cancer warning. Everything is going to yeah, in California everything's gonna kill you. We're getting off topic. The rice cooker. So I was like, okay, you don't want a bread cooker. I don't understand why you want a rice cooker. I know you can make rice on the stove. What's the deal? It's is good, it because it was five dollars?
0: Partly. Maybe okay. mostly. No, it's a good point. Um that I, I have been making rice on the stove for for many years. It's not hard. Um, But I bought a, it's a Zoji Rushi rice cooker that I found at a Goodwill for $5. It didn't have a power cord, but it's like a power cord that you can find anywhere.
1: So this is what I'm saying. Like, I would see that and be like, oh, it doesn't come with a power cord. So I guess this is worthless. But Dan will know, like, oh, I can just go on eBay and find, like, an HDMI, like, blah, 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 blah. Or, like, that
0: Goodwill probably has one for sale for a dollar, like, not attached somewhere else.
1: But those things stress me out. But you know, you understand how to, like, upcycle in that way.
0: I'm fluent in power cords, yeah, I would say. (laughs) Yeah, Um, that's true. We have a full
1: box of anyone in the market. We
0: did have to discard... I mean, there was one box that had, like, my Zune charging cables so in dumb. it that we had to, like, get rid of when we moved to L.A. Wait,
1: I could go on forever about this. Okay, so you found the $5 Zoji Rushi. Right. I remember I was with you. you. I was really excited. It was literally like someone had – you would have thought that he reached inside a pair of khakis at the Goodwill and found, like, a $500 bill.
0: Oh, it's better. <laughs> it's way better. Sure five five can't cook rice with five hundred dollars
1: um you could you could buy yeah but
0: there's more steps in between you know <laughs> um yeah so the this is Zojirushi rice cooker uh it's probably like a 120 150 rice cooker yeah that was on sale for five dollars i like clean it took me like two days to clean it it wasn't that dirty or anything but it i just wasn't wanted dirty to but really it had
1: careful. like you know the grease splatter yeah. and like it definitely it, it it didn't look so appealing i think to the untrained eye It didn't look
0: fresh I'll didn't look fresh yeah
1: <laughs> yeah that's right it didn't look fresh
0: um so i i cleaned it uh for like a day or two um and it's great uh so yeah the reason that i have a rice cooker is just because i we eat a lot of rice mm-hmm. in this house mm-hmm. i would say like i mean how many meals have rice in them most most like yeah. rice bowls yeah we do a lot of rice bowls we do a lot of fried rice mm-hmm. um so the rice cooker it's it's very good at cooking rice um but it's also, it's just a very easy thing that you don't have to keep an eye on. Like, stovetop rice, you kind of have to watch.
1: But isn't, wouldn't a bread maker be the same thing?
0: Um, I mean, Okay, of, the way that the, I
1: imagine a bread maker, though, is like.
0: It doesn't bake the bread. Oh. It just, it just needs the bread. That's it? Yeah, that's all it does.
1: Oh, okay. Well, this is kind of, hold on. We're going to take a quick break <laughs> and we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. This was kind of like when I got the Instant Pot a few years ago. Yeah. And I didn't know what it did. But I <laughs> I bought an Instant Pot in 2016.
0: Early on in like the Instant Pot craze. Yeah,
1: I, I was really, I was influenced by um, an old boss of mine who got it. And he was like, you should get it. It's great. Really not keeping in mind that like I, ha- like, I live with somebody who cooks all the time and really enjoys cooking. Mm-hmm. And I think Instant Pots are amazing, but like I don't cook. So if it wasn't going to be a useful tool for Dan, then it really didn't make sense. But I was very excited by the like toy of it all, as I'm sure many of you who have Instant Pots, you know, either some of you have gone the same way I have, which is like, I don't find this useful. Or I bet there are a lot of you who are like, I use it for everything. It's amazing. It's a really
0: fun It's a.
1: It's really fun. But... I kind of thought with the Instant pots, like you take a box of macaroni, and a stick of butter, and a cup of milk, <laughs> and you press a button, and then it's like...
0: Restaurant-quality mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah, but there's so
1: many steps with the Instant Pot. It's like sear yeah. the meat.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing with the Instant Pot is that it can't do anything that a pot can't do. No, I get it. But it does like... I mean, the, the reason that it didn't, I think, stick in our household is because I do most of the cooking, and... We don't really cook meat. Um, and yeah, but you can
1: make eggs in there. You can make yogurt. I hear
0: yeah, there's there's a yogurt button, I think. But uh, I guess what
1: I'm saying is that maybe I just have a really poor understanding. Like I thought a bread maker like you just like flour, water, yeast, and it's like bloop, bloop, bloop. And now you have like a nice loaf of bread. Like a
0: pasta maker. I guess it's, it's mostly like a pasta maker and that you have to cook the pasta afterwards.
1: You do? You yeah. do,
0: right? Yeah. It, like, rolls it out and, like...
1: Oh, I kn- the you mean, like, the pasta, like, uh, attachment on the... Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. But I guess I don't really get... We've had things before, like, a dehydrator that didn't really last. Dehydrator was cool. It just took up a when lot of we, room. It
0: took up so much room. And- mm-hmm we just like didn't have a ton of use for it. but when we did use it, it that was cool i thought
1: you guys know that the next thing i'm gonna hear like once this episode's done recording tan's be like we should get another dehydrate
0: I, I got a couple months of now we gotta go to, to, to good
1: do. now we gotta go to in 2022 we'll be at goodwill looking for a dehydrator um so yeah i guess that i didn't realize that the bread maker didn't i thought the bread maker was like like a little oven for, for bread.
0: No, I mean, may- maybe there are ones like that. I don't know. But like the my dad has one and the kind that he has, it just like kneads. Right. So you put in like instant yeast, water, salt, flour. Yeah. And it kneads it into a, a dough for you. But then you... you can going
1: to do that with it. the KitchenAid?
0: Yeah, the KitchenAid has a dough hook um, that does basically the same thing.
1: I've seen it around. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I use the KitchenAid to just make cookies, so... I'm not super well-versed in all of the different attachments. We do have a, a spiralizer attachment. Is someone, there one? I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Someone gave it to us when we got married. I think it's a. We haven't used it. But again, Dan would rather like cut vegetables himself. And who am I to take away that joy?
0: It's like a Top Chef challenge. I know. I like doing that.
1: I know. So, yeah. So, we have the Zojirushi. It makes a lot of noise. It was $5. How much did the cord cost you?
0: Oh, $2 maybe. Okay. So, $7
1: yeah. investment. For a while... For a while, um, we didn't have two cords. We only had one, and we had to switch it, between, <laughs> <I forgot about laughs> we switch it between the printer and the rice cooker. It, the it same used cord the same printer. cord. Yeah, there so, was a
0: lot of talks like Caroline was like, I have to send a package. Like, can you unplug the rice cooker, which is, like, not a normal <laughs> Yeah. Request.
1: Eventually, we just, like, made life easier and bought
0: two cords. Yeah, we spent $2. Um,
1: There are other things in the kitchen that you're not a big, uh, not a huge fan of. You like you like Serena Wolf love a microplane. I do. She brought that to you. Don't like when I use jarred garlic. She also said no jarred garlic.
0: It's got a weird flavor to it.
1: I mean, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it it tastes a little weird to me. It tastes a little like funky and like wet. I will say though,
1: very often in our house, if if we are cooking individually like if dan has a lot of work or like doesn't feel like cooking dinner which is totally fine like we are and, and i'm left to my own devices dan will sometimes like i will i eat like a frat boy
0: right <laughs> were you were you thinking about whether frat girl What's the right frat girl yeah
1: no i eat like a frat boy i mean like there are times where i'm just like my whole entire dinner is like tater tots and i'm very happy with that
0: yeah i don't see a problem with but that.
1: dan will cook like a full gourmet meal you know like at 11 p.m and my feeding time is far i'm asleep (laughs) by 11 but yeah i just don't have that kind of skill in the kitchen but like i'm also very i'm very into like kitchen toys so whenever i can find whenever i can find something that i think you would like then i'm always happy that that we can like meet in the middle on that like the kitchen aid was a good one
0: kitchen is good the rice
1: cooker i didn't really understand but i guess it's good even though i still don't know how to use it even though it's not hard Maybe I'll ask it out easily. It's
0: not hard, but um, you do kind of have to practice with it to figure out the right ratio of water to Mm -hmm. rice. Uh, And it's different depending on what kind of rice you use. So, like, I'm still perfecting my use of it. But I I just like, I mean, having rice around is really good. Just like.
1: Rice around.
0: Yeah. Rice Uh, (laughs) aroundy. Just like rice in the fridge is really nice. (laughs) Um,
1: rice in the fridge is really nice yeah that's gonna oh, like a base like having a yeah that's the theme song yeah that's
0: i have that on t-shirts <laughs> having rice in the fridge is nice um i would buy that but also like day-old rice is perfect for fried rice which is one of yeah both of our favorite things. that's like
1: one, but like my my hack for that is when we (laughs) order chinese food and i just order because all the boxes of rice i thank you i agree all the boxes of rice are just either they come with the meal yeah or it's like a dollar extra and then you just can make a whole other i taught erin Chack how to make a how to turn a day-old burrito into like a good breakfast Mm. and she really was shocked that she had not thought of that before
0: burrito chilaquiles
1: yeah, it was like you just take out all the fillings from the burrito, you fry it up a little on the stove. Yeah. And you put it in a bowl and you eat it. So- and I'm like, good. I'm a chef. <laughs> um another question that came in for you was what is the best uh what is the the purchase that you spent the most time researching in 2020 that you bought and disappointed you?
0: And disappointed me. Yeah. That's interesting. Um Huh. I'm going to turn around and look at the kitchen for a second.
1: Do you want to keep that in mind and we can go to the next question?
0: Yes. Um. Yeah, I can't think of one. I don't buy all that much kitchen equipment. No, it
1: doesn't have to be the kitchen. It should be anything you bought.
0: Oh, anything I bought, period. Um, oh, I bought a mechanical keyboard, which I spent <sighs> a lot oh, of time researching. So I had this great keyboard that I loved. Um but which was discontinued they don't make it anymore yeah um and so i was in the market for a new one and uh we have some friends who are very into mechanical keyboards um nerds which are yeah are we, nerd friends. we're we're friends with nerds <laughs> and um, we are nerds. and we are also professional nerds mm-hmm. uh so i did a ton of research and i bought this mechanical keyboard and like, i kind of don't like it very much and it's kind of expensive um and i have to use it every day for work and i just i don't really like it that why much. do you have to use it
1: why can't you just go back to your old keyboard
0: it's broke it's fully broken
1: so just okay we'll have this conversation yeah. and we're not recording like i wouldn't it just su- seems dumb to be uncomfortable
0: yeah i mean it's it's okay <laughs> it looks cool like
1: yeah and there's so many people at our house
0: yeah <laughs> it's true there's so
1: many people at our house seeing how cool you look <laughs> with that keyboard <laughs>
0: uh yeah i mean people are always asking me send a pic of your keyboard <laughs> Um. No, I I don't really like the mechanical keyboard. Okay. I have to say.
1: Um. Another person wants to know if you like the hot <laughs> the hot tub.
0: I like the hot tub. I wouldn't say you
1: don't go in it.
0: I go in it. it no, like, you don't sparingly. You
1: don't, and I'm fine with that because it's mine. It's it's mine, and I pay the bill for it. I
0: mean, I think it's important that Caroline has a a marine <laughs> workspace.
1: I don't work out there. You could. I could, but I would ruin my yeah all my wares. Um you don't like because you don't like the jets i like the jets i don't like the jets you don't it's too hot for you well i mean i spent like five hours out there every day in the summer that's true and it was i can't believe you're not in it right now but it was a pool because it's not as fun when it's super hot sure the trials of tribulations of having a hot tub but um okay so you don't really like the hot tub another question was what was the worst thing i bought this year
0: Ooh, that's a fun one (laughs) What if you bought?
1: What if I bought that you were like, why did you buy this? This is dumb. <laughs> could be any. Honestly, it could be anything.
0: Um, You know what I don't like? the. Uh, I can't or- wait to hear. <laughs> the organizer for the car.
1: I don't understand what your problem is with that. So <laughs> You are always... I, spouting off about I that, I really
0: don't like it's it. It's just
1: one of those organizers for the car, so that things don't um fly around in your trunk. Right, it's not. It, you shouldn't lose sleep over it, Dan.
0: I have lost sleep <laughs> over it. <laughs> I'm a wreck. I from mean, lack no, but like why
1: do you hate it? It's it's fine.
0: So, I think it's because the idea of like
1: Hold on. Do you guys, you guys know what I'm talking about? It's like four little little It's box. like little cubby holes. It's like little cubby holes and you put it in and you can put your your like groceries in it and your windshield wiper fluid and everything just kind of sits there. Dan hates it.
0: I, I'm constantly he taking it out it. of the car.
1: We've <laughs> we've had it since we moved here. Uh yeah. Because I was like, oh, we're going to be going grocery shopping with our car. And I thought it was like a fun car accoutrement. And you hate it. All right. Go for it. Tell me why you hate it.
0: (laughs) So (laughs) Let's hear it. uh, I I don't like that. So we have a a Honda Fit, which has a very, um, it's tons of storage space, but it's all vertical because it's a hatchback. So there's not very much like floor space in the car, um, in the trunk of the car, that is. Mm -hmm. So... This thing takes up like all of that and it doesn't really fold up like it's supposed to, but you can't really like fold it into be like a quarter size of itself.
1: What are you trying to store in the car?
0: Well, it came up for um, when we like we we have this farmer's market. Um, that does a full no contact pickup
1: oh i forgot about this this was like real spring 2020 drama we're going back to it We're this is april yeah. these are like undiscussed unresolved issues i know exactly where you're going with this
0: yeah uh continue <laughs> it's fine so there's this uh farmer's market that does a full no contact pickup so you order online and then you go like the next week And everyone's wearing a mask and you just pull up with a sign that has your name on it.
1: You write like your last name on the back of an envelope and you put it on your front window and they see it and they bring you your stuff. You pop your trunk. They pop it in.
0: Right. Um, But that means that you really have to have the trunk clear because like it's it's a real, you know, they're trying to minimize contact as much as possible. So you don't want to have any more time like rummaging in people's trunks than you have to so it really has to be a streamlined process
1: rummaging in people's trunks, a yeah. thing that never happened when we went to the farmer's market you're being you're like over dramatizing
0: now they would say if you were rummage, watching rummage, this rummage if, you- they were- <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you were watching this on a show there would be like a the re-dramatization with actors that kind of looked like us where it would be the people at the farmer's market like Being distraught about the state of our trunk when in actuality. They were were, you could they could have just put Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The stuff down?
0: I just felt guilty about it because, like, it's a real pain for them. They're not being paid very much, and I just wanted to make it as easy as possible.
1: now you're making it sound like I'm a big solid (laughs) B. No, so— You're— Picky, yes, that's what I'm saying. But it's not like no farmers market employee ever said to you or to us, like, "Hey, man, we can't do this anymore because of your trunk." Cubbies. No, no, this is
0: completely internalized. This okay, is all my. All right, just neuroses. so you know, everyone
1: at the farmers market is fine. At, and- at
0: worst, the person at the farmers market would be like, "Hey, can I move this thing?" And then they would move it and be fine. Uh, but oh, my God. that's not how I would internalize it. Um, so anyway, uh, oh, this Lord. this organizer can't really be folded up. Um, it was never like full of stuff that we needed exactly yeah um
1: i mean you think that but i it it was but okay
0: it just felt like it took up a lot of floor space and we didn't have very much of it so yeah i didn't like that jesus
1: all right well if anyone in <laughs> if anyone in la wants a free car organizer it's yours cuz I don't think we're going to be keeping it for much longer. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. No. Okay. So that was my worst purchase of 2020.
0: Um, I think so. Um, what else have you bought? Mm, the hot tub. Like the hot tub's great. You hate
1: my orange chair in the backyard. Oh. Um, but you kind of like it.
0: Yeah, no, I wouldn't say I hate. It's that. like
1: a hammock chair. Um, it's not a hammock and it's not a chair. It's that's like all sh- I can say. It's I'm a, a link lounge
0: to it. that's like suspended. It's really nice. Um, no, I, I don't hate it at all. I think my only thing was that uh, only one person can sit on it at a time. Just that
1: was, how I like my that, chairs. Right? That was my only quibble
0: with it. Was it? Like, it was. And like, it's hard to get out of a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely hard to get out of.
1: Um, I don't know that I've bought that much else this year, and I definitely i know I know better than to buy anything for the kitchen. Uh, after Instant Pot Gate 2016. So, like, there aren't very many instances where I'm, like, bringing home or, like, ordering something from the kitchen. Actually, though, surprisingly, best purchase of 2020, my purchase, you love the Emerald Air Fryer Convection Oven.
0: Oh, You yeah. made fun I... of me
1: for it when it showed up. Yeah. And you said, we'll never use it. And you were like, this is like Instant Pot Gate 2016 all over again. We have an oven. You love it. I... You love it and don't lie. No, I, Do I'm not, not going to lie.
0: I'm trying to um, gauge how I should describe how much I was owned by
1: the Emerald by Power this Fryer. Thing. It's yeah, so good. I, I
0: really didn't think I was going to like it. Um, so it's it's a toaster oven, but it's a toaster oven with a convection fan in it.
1: It is so much more than a toaster oven. It has like 19 different settings. Right.
0: But those are just like different ways to program a toaster oven, really. Like it's a toaster oven with a lot of controls okay, and, but, and a fan. But
1: for the a toaster oven, I'm thinking a toaster oven, not a toaster. Yeah. Got it. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. so it's just it's like a fancy toaster oven but the convection fan in it is really cool. I like it uses like not very much power. So especially if you're like roasting like a single servings worth of something. Yeah. Like to so do that, much easier than Yeah, the to do that in the on. oven like it takes forever to heat up and it uses a ton of gas. Um it's just like not very efficient to do it and then the the toaster oven it's really really quick for. It has a lot of settings that like some of them are really good. Some of them are not so good, like the dehydrate function. We tried that, and it like didn't really work. This is what
1: I'm telling you. The second this episode is over, Dan's gonna go research dehydrators, and there will be one in the kitchen by the time this airs. Dehydrators on the brain. I know. Well, and it also has a rotisserie function that we haven't used, but I would like to try this winter. That 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 would be fun. Yeah. And then, yeah, there's just like a lot of things it can do, and it's quiet.
0: It's quiet. But it's really easy totally to use. But it was totally one
1: of those things that you were like, we don't have room for it. And yeah. you were like, we're never going to use it. And it, it wasn't an unfair thing for you to say because like this had happened before with the Instant Pot. And sometimes I just get excited when I see like an infomercial for something. Right.
0: But and this, like,
1: we use this every day. Yeah,
0: we use it a lot. Like I think the basic idea of like if you do have, you know, such cramped space in your kitchen and if you already have like a slot toaster and an oven, like you actually don't Need it. it doesn't do anything that those things don't do really, mm-hmm. Um, but we did have like a spare you know one cubic foot or whatever like a spare shelf that we could put this thing. Yeah, on. we have
1: like a pantry rack. Yeah, we had um, enough space
0: for it. Um, and it's it does report. a lot of stuff really really well. I it's it's great. I really like it. Owned. Yeah, owned fully, fully owned. And
1: then someone else asked, "What is a thing that Caroline loves that you hate?" And I know the answer to this, but I, I can tell by your face that you don't know what I'm going to say. No. I, the quilt. Oh, the quilt. Okay. So we have this bowl and branch, queen-size white quilt. It's so nice. <laughs> it's so comfortable. And now that I know that this is the thing that I love... Like, it's not like the hot tub. Like, I love it, but you don't use it. This is no, a, but I think the hot tub's great. To, I know, but this is a thing that I love and I will not get rid of and that you actively hate.
0: Yeah, I really don't like it. Tell them why. Um, so it's a it's a quilt um it's like on the thinner side for a quilt but it's very very heavy and like warm i'm rolling um, my eyes and we have that's it... what a
1: quilt is it's heavy and warm yeah i guess so. it's very heavy the quilt is very warm <laughs> the... <laughs> and let me tell you the quilt is warm yeah that's what people look for when they buy quilts look fyi <laughs> Uh, You're looking at me like I'm crazy for buying a warm quilt.
0: How dare you? Okay,
1: continue. Okay, uh,
0: so we have it on top of our um, comforter, uh, and it's just, it's too hot. Uh, I, I, Crazy. It's too many layers. I don't like a lot of layers in the bed, and um, yeah, I don't like it. It's too hot. <sighs> oh,
1: my God. This, this quilt has stayed- Comforter
0: has, plus quilt is like, it's a lot.
1: That is called bedding, and- it gets cold here at night people don't think that but it's like down to 42 at night it gets cold here yeah i think dan thinks i lay it only for the aesthetic of having like a nice white quilt and there's matching pillow cases and shams or whatever but you but you like violently throw the thing off the bed no i uh he puts it on my side he'll fold (laughs) it over so that there's it's double layered on top of me it's true warm the war- two the warm quilt. Sorry for getting a warm quilt. I'll know better next time. Yeah,
0: get a terrible quilt next time. I
1: knew that that was going to be your thing, but I knew that you wouldn't think of it. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing that comes up truly on a daily basis. Like, nightly I hate this yeah. quilt. Uh nightly, that's right. nightly. Um That's a yeah, that was a really good question. Um what was another good question? I'm scanning through the questions. Uh someone wanted to know how you feel about the the um popularity of beans right now as someone who has always loved beans i'm in
0: favor of it um
1: (laughs) you were an early adopter of bean life yeah we don't use you don't use canned beans
0: no i i will sometimes um I don't have anything against canned beans. Dan.
1: You can't tell. Dan loves a production. So if we wanted to make, if you wanted to like make something that called for beans and it would be too easy to open a can and use a can of beans, Dan would rather soak them for 24 hours like it's the Oregon Trail, like he's an American Girl doll. And those beans just sit there and we don't get the food that we wanted until like two Is days later. Is there a
0: bean themed Oregon Trail?
1: I don't know. Like Why? Oregon
0: Trail doll. I would like that.
1: You mean American girl doll? American
0: girl doll, sorry, yeah.
1: A bean themed doll. Yeah, I'll look into it for you. Like Kirsten. A bean Kirsten got cholera. Felicity was like a rich Victorian. No, that was Samantha. Which of
0: Felicity them is into beans? Felicity was colonial.
1: I don't know if anyone knows the answer. Molly could have been into Colon- beans. That's a colonial one. Molly could have been into beans because Molly was World War Two. So yeah. if you weren't buying like aluminum can of beans. Maybe yeah. you were just soaking. That's your the own.
0: austerity doll. You
1: want a bean doll?
0: I mean, if there is one,
1: (laughs) Oregon Trail bean (laughs) doll. Okay, I'll look into that for you. Christmas is right around the corner. I'll be your Hanukkah gift. Okay, so yeah, so you would prefer a a bean soak? Um, I think beans came up on our wedding vow.
0: I'm sure they did. Yeah. Uh, No, I've been um, cooking beans for a long time. I love beans. Um,
1: 84 years. (laughs) You love beans. Yeah, we do. Why not the canned beans? It's easy.
0: No, there's nothing wrong with canned beans. Um, The You gain, like, they have kind of strengths and weaknesses. So, like, um, if I was making, like, hummus, uh, then, like, canned chickpeas are are pretty good because Mm -hmm. the final output that you're looking for is basically what's in the can anyway. So, it doesn't really matter. Um, Okay. But you lose some stuff. Like, when you do a bean stew, a lot of the um, flavor comes from the liquid that you're cooking the beans in. And that's, like, a very nice... Addition to it. Okay. And you don't get that with a canned bean. Um, I'm going to
1: make chili today, I think. Sure. But I'm going to use a canned bean.
0: That's fine. All
1: right. Thanks (laughs) for (laughs) for signing off. That's cool. Um, another question was, um, what food do you miss the most in New York? And what food is that do you like in California?
0: Um, I mean the pizza is not very good here.
1: Domino's is amazing. Yeah, Domino's mouth.
0: remains Domino's. It's so good. Um I don't actually miss bagels. Bagels was not something that I ate all that the
1: time. That was often. it wasn't something like I ate either, but I I mean I loved a bagel. Yeah. And I still love a bagel.
0: Um Yeah, I, I missed that. Uh American Chinese food is like not that good here. Um there's like
1: there's actually like really good Chinese food here. Well, there's but not, not in New York too, but like right,
0: yeah, it's like if uh, like within ten minutes of us, we can get killer Taiwanese food, but like a really good General Tso's chicken is sort of hard to find here. Yeah, um, sesame chicken. Yeah, that kind of stuff is is hard to find. Like Panda Express is not good,
1: but it can hit the spot. Yeah,
0: it's like the same flavor, but that's, like, it's the Domino's. food, of, I know. I get yeah, it. It's just not that good. And
1: what do you like? I mean, obviously, like...
0: The Mexican food here is yeah. out of control. And that's, like, the one cuisine that New York is not super good at. Um, well,
1: they are when you go to the right places. Yeah, like Sunset
0: Park, and there's some places in Queens, but, like, it's still really limited in terms of the breadth of, like, regional Mexican food, right. which you can get really good here. And it's, I mean, it's kind of a thing of pizza in New York, which, which is just that any random place on the corner... Is gonna have a good pizza for a dollar in New York, yeah. And any random place on right. the corner here is gonna have a good taco, and that's.
1: I will. Like, I do like the burrito.
0: Yeah, you're a burrito girl.
1: I'm a burrito girl yeah. over tacos. I think yeah. just like just a heftier bite. Yeah, we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna be right back. We're gonna see what Dan brought you Thanks, just bought it. Okay, Dan. Hi, hey, Caroline. What'd you bring?
0: Um, so I brought some pyrex storage containers um <laughs> which i think is this not exciting no
1: i i know of course it's exciting give me
0: an eye like this. no is... i'm just
1: waiting i'm just like waiting to hear you i'm like i'm enraptured
0: okay i want it to be exciting
1: i i'm excited okay everyone loves pyrex okay but i'm just excited to i'm excited for more of the re it's not so much about the item with you uh-huh. as it is about the stories that you will tell
0: oh i got stories <laughs> i got stories for days um so I love glass storage containers. Yeah. Our cabinet is absolutely full of old salsa jars and sauce jars and mm-hmm. stuff like that. We are a glass storage household, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, but if you want to just accumulate all that stuff all at once, um, I would recommend the Pyrex storage kit that has like, I don't know, like eight or 12 different.
1: Like the ones you can get at Costco?
0: Yeah. Or I think Amazon has them too. Sure. Um. It's a set of storage containers, but I want to talk about glass storage because it's very, very good, and people overlook it. So the thing with uh, Pyrex, especially, which is a treated glass type material, is that it's non-porous, so it's never going to stain. Like you know, if you put like tomato sauce in a plastic thing, it's going to turn red and like gross. Yeah, glass won't do that because it's non-porous. So that's really good. Um, You can also cook in it. Which I think not a lot of people do, but is really really useful.
1: Could you bake in a glass Pyrex?
0: You can and should. It's excellent as bakeware. Um, huh. And a lot of the shape of these Pyrex containers are really good for. They're just kind of like sizes that you may not use all that often. You know, it's like a like a brownie tin sized thing mm-hmm. that like I don't know. You may not that may not come up a lot. And you don't want to buy a new thing. Why would it?
1: I think that glass would shatter in the oven?
0: Well, okay. So the thing with glass is that the one thing that it can't do is change temperatures quickly because then it'll shatter. Okay. So you can't like put it on the stovetop. You can't like, if it's hot, you absolutely cannot run it under cold water to cool it off. That It'll explode. Um,
1: Which is exactly what I would do.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've done that before too. Cool. Um, but it's oven safe because ovens, you know, they don't heat up super quickly. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's really, really good for bakeware. it heats up really evenly. Um,
1: so if you bake like brownies in a Pyrex, where do you put the glass when it's done cooking?
0: Just let it cool on the counter.
1: But isn't that a change of temperature?
0: Yeah, you just can't do it like super fast. You can let it like cool down to room temperature. That's no problem. But isn't that fast? No, like compared Oh, to, you like, can't just like put it in the freezer. Right, or like run it under cold water. I
1: would have thought p- bringing it from like 350 to a 70 degree room... Mm-hmm would no, be it's fast
0: because it'll take like i don't know 45 minutes to cool fully to room temperature that's pretty slow whereas like if you ran it under cold water it would cool in five seconds and explode
1: cool okay this like is, i feel like i'm not selling it that well no you are i'm just it's I've, i'm just stuck on the things that make me
0: scared of it scared of it yeah. but I,
1: I know i know it's not that scary okay so glass over everything
0: yeah i i love glass as storage um another thing that i really like these pyrus containers for is Uh, making vinaigrettes which is something that we we eat a lot of vinaigrettes in this house (laughs) i would say we
1: eat a lot of vinaigrettes yeah we use yeah like we don't like eat them raw no we could we could take shots of them so a backstory on this is when dan and i first started dating i i knew how to make like one of the things i knew how to make was um meatballs
0: is that what it was we definitely had meatballs like on an early date.
1: Clearly, a memorable uh, recipe from me. Um, there was a buffalo
0: chicken meatball. I that remember. was what
1: it was. It was yeah. a buffalo chicken meatball, and but it was like an elevated buffalo chicken meatball. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was homemade. That's right. And um, I, you know, I had gone to like the D'Agostino up near my apartment, and I bought like a bunch of stuff to make dinner, and I bought salad dressing. I just bought like a balsamic vinaigrette salad dressing to go with the salad. And Dan was like very, very nice. It was like our what third date or fourth date yeah and it's not the time
0: to let loose with my opinion, inflammatory <laughs> opinions, opinions.
1: <laughs> uh they came later by date six but you were like oh i know i you were like so nice about it but it was so clear what you were saying you were like oh i haven't bought salad dressing in so long Did and I say I, that? yeah and i was like what and then um a few weeks later dan had a cooking column at the all um called crop chef and every week was like a different like do X to Y. So it was like a way to cook a vegetable um, or an herb or a fruit or, or a whatever. fruit. Yeah. And then a few weeks later, like inspired, I guess, not in like a mean way. And I knew it was coming. But you wrote like a whole thing about how like like you were like, you know, the one thing we all should stop doing is, buy- is buying. Uh,
0: Why? Um, well, I don't think that's what happened.
1: It is what happened.
0: I'm, like, pretty sure that it wasn't in response to you.
1: Okay. You're remembering it differently, but, yeah, we can cut. Okay. So, Dan and I, I cooked for a date. I brought salad dressing. And Dan was like, you know, I make my own salad dressing. <laughs> You're looking at me like this is a horrible story. It's not. I was
0: impressed. Uh, yeah. Come on. I- what
1: 28-year-old guy, you know... I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't dating a lot of twenty-year-old guys who were like, "I know how to," you know. Yeah. I I did. People didn't know how to clean their own bathroom, and here you—that <laughs> you, was, was also. Me, right? <laughs> but here you were make, making your own salad dressing, so I found that impressive.
0: Yeah, I, I'm very big on making salad dressings, um, which is is pretty much always a vinaigrette of some sort like we don't we don't really do like you're
1: talking like we're a unit that's true I'm not in the kitchen I don't know what I'm doing I've the one time I made anything I there was soap in it so (laughs) and we're not telling that story so um uh yeah so you were like oh we don't even you know I can you were like I can make this yeah but it wasn't in a bratty way you were like it were you were excited yeah you were like you know this dressing that you bought like I could I could make that and I was like, oh, my God, cool. Because, you know, when you're in the beginning of dating something, like, every, someone, like, every single thing they say is, like, the coolest thing in the world. So, this was date five where it was like, I can make salad dressing. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can't believe that worked.
1: It did work. It really worked. Now, here we are. Yeah. So, but that's what you use those little jars for. Right. Is that what they're for? Who they, Who's buying the little jars of Pyrex?
0: I don't really know what they're for. I I guess I've put, like, jam in them when I've made jam. <laughs> yep. Um, sure.
1: For people who are not making jam and dressings at home, who what are what are people putting in there? Yeah, I don't know. Okay.
0: Four blueberries. <laughs> um I I do think that everyone buying these should use them for vinaigrettes. Uh and if you don't have them you can use an empty um salsa jar is just as good. Okay,
1: so tell everybody so you so your recommendation is a glass container. Yeah. Of any kind. Yeah. Pyrex is great, but also you can recycle. Any sort of glass jar that yeah, you Yeah, absolutely. Um, I like doing the little Trader Joe's Cornichon glass. Oh, those are really good glasses. Really perfect yeah. for that. The capers, anything like small, salty, and pickly Yeah, comes in usually a little jar at the grocery store.
0: Goya used to, I guess they still do, but we don't buy Goya anymore, um, <laughs> which is really upset. It's one of my favorite brands. Mm hmm. Um, but they sold uh, sofrito in this like very small mm-hmm. jar that was just perfect. And I love the sofrito and then I love the jar afterwards. But we still we, have some. I, we have like one jar. Left. But like I, yeah. So tell so more. tell
1: everybody how to make a salad dressing.
0: So salad dressing is really easy to do. Um, at its core for a vinaigrette, you want some kind of oil and some kind of sour agent like a vinegar or a citrus juice, that kind of thing. Um, But you can mix it up really easily. Uh, You can add mustard to them. You can add sugar to them. You can add... Garlic. Garlic to them. You can add shallots to them. The one that I make the most often is... um, So it uses the pickling liquid from Pickling Red Onions, which is like a sweetened sort of oniony vinegar. Okay. um, And then mix that with olive oil and a little bit of lemon juice or orange juice or whatever. Um, But you just pour these things in. And the reason that I like glass Tupperwares for this uh, is that you just pour the ingredients into the container, close it, and then just shake vigorously. Because the annoying thing is emulsifying. Like vinegar and olive oil doesn't want to mix Mm -hmm. it's really annoying to get it to become one thing which is why like i understand why people buy pre-made salad dressings because they have like all kinds of weird emulsifiers in them so that they don't separate um but it's really easy if you have a small container like this to just pour your ingredients in and shake the shit out of it and then it's emulsified. You just pour right away and then you're done.
1: So then do, do you recommend only making it like right as you're about to use it? That's how I do
0: it. Yeah, I don't okay. store it. You could store it and then just shake it up before your use. But um, there might be a little bit of a... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that's probably fine. Um, you know, like refrigerating fats like oils can get a little weird. Um, but, I
1: mean, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't but know. It, that
0: would probably be fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, the reason that I like it is because it's something that you don't it takes two seconds like you just pour yeah pour vinegar pour olive oil
1: but, but shake, do you have done. like a specific recipe like you're not no. a big recipe user yeah I know it's one of the it's one of the craziest things about the way Dan cooks he doesn't use recipes um but for people who are like for if you were teaching me yeah how much oil versus how much or do you feel like you just have a spoon and you keep Tasting, tasting it, it yeah. Um, until you get what you want,
0: right? And everyone has a different taste to it. Like, so the traditional French vinaigrette has way more oil in it than I like. I like it to be really, really sour. Like, I, I want a very tart vinaigrette. And
1: I would like more oil and a little bit more of a bite. So I'd do more shallots.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, so you can follow the recipe. I think some places will call for like two thirds oil or three quarters oil and the rest vinegar, lemon juice. Okay. Um. I like it flip the other way like i like it to be mostly vinegar or lemon or orange or whatever
1: and that's what you use the small guys for yeah so if anyone bought that um that jam advent calendar that we were talking about a few weeks ago that's 30 little bottles of jam don't throw any of those away glass bottles those yeah that's, do you want do you want me guys sounds good as hell <laughs> i'll get you that so you can just i'll just get you a Mason, I'll just buy you a bunch of <laughs> jars. I'll just buy a bunch of cornichons, eat them, and then you can have all the jars and that'll be your Christmas I'm such gift. an
0: easy gift. You're
1: very easy. You're easy to shop for because all you want are glass bottles. Yeah. Um, And then how, like, do you fill it up the whole... What, like, how much do you need? Does Is it all preference?
0: Yeah, it's preference. Um, Like, also if you have a little bit extra, it's not the end of the world. Like, you can save it or you can throw it out. Like, it's it's not a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it is a lot of, like... I do a lot of just pouring in, like eyeing it, shake it up so it's emulsified. Taste it like, oh, this needs a little bit of sugar. It's like too sour. Or, oh, this is too vinegary. It needs more oil. It's too oily. It needs more vinegar. Mm-hmm. And just like taste it a couple times. And then when it's right, you're all done. Cool. Yeah.
1: So glass Pyrex forever.
0: Love glass Pyrex.
1: Um, are there any sizes that you think people should get mul- should have multiples of? Like, what's the best size Pyrex?
0: I like the big circle ones.
1: The big circle, yeah. Ones? We have a couple of
0: those, right? The, where I don't know how, but we always
1: big lose their, are. we always lose their lids, right?
0: So that's that would maybe be a lids reason go to go the buy, way of
1: socks and pens and hair ties. They just disappear. They I don't really know where do. they go.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it would make sense to buy like just like five of the same size, so that. They all have the same size lid.
1: I think a thing that I'm gonna do in January, and I just had this idea, is I'm gonna use that the label maker that you got me a few Christmases ago, and when we're done with jars, I'm going to put I'm going to label like the tops to jars and the tops to and then the jars themselves, and then you'll know who's a match.
0: That makes sense. Because I
1: feel like I'm constantly trying to fit trying, trying on yeah, different jars. Just like a one with a one.
0: We have like a huge bowl just of like Lids. it's a little
1: hoardy. i mean honestly like we have a lot we don't ever throw out any glass obviously no. but there's only so many things you need <laughs> like yeah. we store all of our beans in glass some of our yeah. pastas in glass yeah. um but now you know how to make salad dressing a la dan dan things are coming to the show it's my
0: pleasure thank you so much for having me
1: um you guys i'll link to everything in the show notes everything from the uh, smartwatch to the car organizer that Dan hates to the quilt that Dan hates <laughs> <laughs> to the hot tub to the Pyrex jars. And I'll get Dan to give us a little bit of a, some guidance recipe wise with the vinaigrette. Um, and I'll also link to an article you wrote on dressing oh that's nice i think it's still on the internet right
0: i think it is still it still exists. somewhere yeah
1: cool well thank you guys for joining us we will see you next week for another episode thanks dan
0: thank you